Welcome to Snack Impact. I'm your host, Bobby Ann, and today I'm joined by the founder of Gwell, Fazia. Thank you for being here with us today. Hi, thank you for having me today. Well, it is a pleasure to have you here. I'm excited to hear about these superfood snacks. Just to get things started, what is Gwell? Sure. So Gwell, technically in Welsh, is better. That's what it means. And for me, Gwell is all about creating just everyday snacks with functional benefits. And what that means in English is they're all designed to have specific benefits using natural ingredients that will deliver those results. That sounds awesome already. I'm excited to hear more about that in depth as we continue the conversation. But for now, take us back a little bit. What was it like to create the first Gwell snacks right in your kitchen? You know what? It was somewhat unintentional. I started creating Guel really for myself. I worked in the fashion industry in New York and in Boston a little bit for over 15 years. And I was working, I was like your classic overworking crazy person. And I was just having my own personal issues. So I started creating Guel for myself. So really, it was almost like therapy. I was trying to find ways to have healthier snacks when I was working long days. And it was a way for me to do that. So that's one thing that makes me happy about Gwell is that it really was truly started and created, keeping in mind like people's lives get busy, but they're always trying to find balance. So how can you help to do that? Wow, that is such an inspirational start. How did you find time to get in the kitchen and create these new uh, interesting snacks while you're working all of that time, especially in the fashion industry, which is just go, go, go all the time? You know what? I I mean, it was like desperation. (laughs) But um, one random fun fact about me is that I really enjoy like making things. I even have gone to like design school for like accessories and fashion design in addition to like the, you know, business side of things. So making things on my downtime was actually relaxing for me. So it kind of ended up coming together in a beautiful way that I needed things. I needed to be able to make better choices. And then I was able to do something that was relaxing. It also helped that I wasn't trying to reinvent the wheel. I didn't want to over make overly complicated recipes. It needed to be realistic, accessible things as well. Makes total sense to me. How did you lean towards making these little bites? Was it just, was that what you enjoyed the most? Or were you just like, this is how I can pack the most nutritional stuff into one little pack? Probably more of the latter. Well, really started with like, being on the go in mind. So the idea was you could literally be in a meeting and like grab one out of your purse and like pop it into your mouth in desperation. Like that was a thought, like no matter where you are, if you're like driving your kids somewhere, if you're like sprinting through an airport, if you're in a meeting, or if you're just sitting on your couch, regardless of what it is, you can kind of like grab it and go and feel satisfied, but also feel like you're getting what you need. 
Well, that is very clear to me, especially. Uh, so I had a big taste testing yesterday because I got my whole pack of snacks. And oh, okay. uh, thank you for the extra goodies, by the way. I was super excited oh, to see some cookies dropped in there. Uh, cookies <laughs> are my favorite snack. So that was very <laughs> exciting. So I had ordered a variety of the raw bites and then I got some bonus cookies on top of that, which was awesome. But the, uh, the raw bites are exactly what you just explained. Like they're everything that you would need for just like a midday, you know, pick me up. Or if you're just like, okay, don't have time for lunch. This is what I can do. And it's everything that I need. So that is perfect. That was clearly very thought through when you were designing all of the snacks. And I call those like the OGs because they're the originals, you know, like where well started. And I think sometimes like people expect them to be like super sweet or like most of them aren't super sweet. They're like nutrient packed. So it's like you can eat one and feel like really like, oh, my gosh, that was small, but mighty. You can definitely tell that. I mean, I opened the bag. I got um, some of the like smaller little snack because I was getting so many flavors. I just got the small ones of each. And so there's like two little raw bite balls in there in each pack, but didn't need the second one. And it's so smart that it's resealable because that's exactly what you would use it for. It was so filling. Like I felt like I got as much out of just eating one raw bite that I would have just one of those stupid air packed chips out of a vending machine. Yeah. Yeah. Nail on the head. (laughs) So now that we know where Gwell came from, how it started, how about a little this or that Gwell edition? Okay. So biggest question, crunchy, chewy. So turmeric and coconut granola or pineapple and coconut raw bite? Oh, that's not fair. (laughs) Um, I'm going to go granola. Okay. Why, why granola? Are you a crunchy lover? You know what? I really love sweet savory combinations. So I tend to lean more in that direction. Like for me, the pineapple and coconut is fun, but it's sweeter than most things I typically eat just because it has pineapple. So that's the only reason. But if you like feeling like you're on vacation and a sweet, satisfying snack, it's definitely a good choice. I can get behind that choice. Definitely. Well, I'm just a crunchy lover, but I love the balance of a sweet and salty. Definitely a good choice. So next up, matcha or Black Forest Cherry Raw Bites? Ooh, I know those are on opposite spectrums because one's for like chilling and sleeping. One's for like an energy pickup. But the flavor profiles, I feel like are pretty on the same platform. So I'm going to go matcha because again, I'm like a savory junkie. Like I, I love like things that are a little savory, a little bitter. But I will say a cool fact about the Black Forest bite. Well, it's like super great for rest because of the natural melatonin and cherries, the cacao in it kind of serves to benefit. It does help with like brain memory and cognition, but it also can help with focus. So it's great as a pick me up during the day also. Oh, that's good to know. You know, that was kind of a fun fact that I learned from ordering your snacks was the melatonin that came out of black forest cherry. I had no idea. I just assumed most fruits are very uh, sugar filled, you know, natural sugar. So I just assumed or associated that with apples and grapes. But yeah, I had no idea about the melatonin and cherries, which was very interesting to me, which is really cool because cherry is one of my favorite fruit flavors. The, The sleep and memory thing was a very interesting pick. 
especially paired with the chocolate. So I thought that was really yeah. cool. But uh, the I only can't... reason I didn't choose that, by the way, is because I'm actually allergic to cherry. No so I can't eat that many of them. <laughs> yeah. It's a very, very sad thing. So I can eat, I can like eat enough to like taste it, but I have to like really cook cherries to be able to eat them. Oh, like more, so. that's, that's such a bummer. Reason. Keep the keep the Benadryl on sidebar, right? So, how did Basically. you come up with that flavor? If was that like a collaboration with somebody else throwing in there? No, I so I can I love Black Forest cake, mm-hmm. and I can eat that because the cherries are like cooked down in Black Forest cake, or they use they use cherry liqueur and then like cook down cherries that are usually made into like a sauce or something like that, which I can handle. But when it's not as cooked and it's like dried or all the expensive cherries I like to buy to put into my products, I become more sensitive to it. So in that case, I just had to like taste it a little bit, but I can't eat a lot of it. If I go overboard, you'll you'll start seeing the results. Oh no. Well, that is, uh, I send my heart to you because I think that black horse cherries are so delicious, but I could definitely get behind the matcha because I thought... It, the second that I bit into the matcha ball, I was like, oh my God, this is exact. this tastes like a solid version of a matcha latte, like an unsweetened matcha latte. I was like, this yeah. is so good. Like, this would be so nice for an area, you know, a lot of people don't like you to have drinks at your desk or, you know, maybe mm-hmm. you're in an area where you just can't have drinks. I'm like, this would be so good to keep in your purse and you're, you know, craving that, that latte, break, yeah. but you've got your matcha balls instead. So I thought that was a really cool flavor combination that you were able to mix in all those nuts, but it, it somehow tasted like a matcha latte. <laughs> <laughs> It was really magic, secret magic. Well, it was really good. You guys did an awesome job with that. And uh, speaking of flavor profiles, so you have a variety of different snacks. What was the inspiration behind taking all of these very interesting ingredients that are in each very thought through all? What was the inspiration behind the flavor combos through all that? Actually, all of the flavors are inspired by my own experiences. I mean, I'm like, I don't even know where to start. Like, like I'm from the Caribbean and in Trinidad, turmeric is a spice that we use very often. Coconut, pineapple, tropical fruits, those are things we use very often. Germany has a sweet spot for me because I studied German since I was like in fourth grade and I lived there for a little while. So that was kind of an ode to Germany in choosing that flavor. But um, all the guayal guayal bites start with the benefit, and then I come up with a flavor profile to go with it. The matcha is inspired by my husband. Well, it's because I like that flavor, but it's also inspired by, like, his background and his family because he's Japanese. So I, like, kind of reference a lot of things that I've experienced there and the flavor profiles and combinations to get that the way that I want it. Otherwise, it's re- it's really just a function of my experience. And um, the other guel bites are all based off of my favorite drink. Really? Yeah. So we have an orange cacao flavor. That's because I like sidecars and Grand Marnier. I don't actually even drink anymore, but I still love those flavor profiles. <laughs> so that was inspiration. Macho is literally a matcha latte. <laughs> That's so perfect. Uh, That's so- pina colada for the pineapple coconut. So yeah, all drinks. I told someone that once when, when I first started well, and they said to me, wow, you must have had an interesting life. <laughs> I'm like, or I'm just a sucker for good drinks. 
Hey, there is nothing wrong with that. And I think that's so interesting. Thank you for sharing that with us. I feel like doing a taste test with all the Gwell products that we've got like a little passport walking through your life. <laughs> you know, you've got all of this inspiration everywhere. So it's like we're sharing all of your experiences with you. That's so cool to know. And I definitely, definitely see the drink inspo and I will appreciate <laughs> them even more now. <laughs> I always tell people it's about balance. Have your orange cacao bite with with your nightcap and enjoy your life. Yes, absolutely. And I mean, why not both? I think both is always the best choice. <laughs> After getting your business established, you've got all of these really cool flavors. You've got all of these very beneficial snacks to share with everybody. You're established. You've crafted everything up perfectly. Um, you started kind of reaching out to different partnerships and branching your business out, right? So mm -hmm. how did you begin choosing your partnerships? Because you guys actually have quite a few. Yes. So I would say, honestly, a lot of things started really local. And they would either be places that reached out to us or things that align with what we wanted. That align with the values of our company is the best way to put it. When I started, well, a lot of it was centered around how can we have better options in our own community? Just knowing, like you said, there are so many communities and so many brands that while they've been making food for a while, they might, they've sacrificed some of the quality of the ingredients that go into them. I, as a person who's had issues with like fibroids and other things, I know the impact that that can have on your body. So I wanted to partner with organizations that support women, help to improve food equity in our community as my priority. And these organizations aligned with that. So I started off saying, well, you know, things start when you're young and having access to it early. And that's really what led me to selecting No Kid Hungry as the first organization we were making like a, a really concerted effort around like what our commitment was to that organization before we had done small things like partnering with Sustainable Brooklyn and working with like Founders Give and things like that. But I wanted to do something that regardless of whatever size our business is, we could start to have an impact and build on that. And that's what No Kid Hungry with their model enabled us to do and continues to enable us to do. I definitely appreciate hearing that. That is uh, an important focus that I hope that more businesses moving forward will follow. Uh, that's why I love having businesses like Well come on and share their story and share their inspirations because I don't think that most companies feel like they can do things like that because they don't see it as broadly as they need to. So highlighting businesses like Well, highlighting snacks like Well who are doing it right, who are making it very clear that this is is possible. You can start local. You can implement these social initiatives. You can make a difference with your business and still be profitable and successful at the same time. I'm so glad that you have picked an organization like No Kid Hungry to partner with. And the way that we kind of get involved from our side as the snacker is that you guys donate 10 meals for every online purchase. Is that correct? Yes. That's amazing. That is so amazing. So does that include the subscription box that you guys have? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically any sale that comes through our website for every sale, then we, we then make a donation. So basically what you're saying is that all we have to do is choose good snacks and we can make a huge difference for kids who are lacking with food security. Yes. 
that sounds pretty easy for my end. I know that <laughs> I don't have problem snacking. I don't think anybody here has a problem snacking, anybody who's listening. Uh, so I think we could definitely get behind that for sure. Tell us more about the subscription box. How does that work? So the subscription is a monthly subscription. And I will say um, we're updating the subscription a little bit because before they were like pre-assorted options. So we're modifying it. But basically it's you sign up for this subscription. It's a set amount and you get snacks on a monthly basis. Awesome. So it, does that <laughs> include the same snacks every time or can you change it up? How does that work? So that's what we're changing. We've been kind of pulling some of our like existing subscription customers because they contact us saying, you know, I love this, but sometimes I want to get this. How can I change it? So we're looking at changing the subscription. So it'll either be like a sorted monthly box for a set amount or there'll be like a sweet box and a savory box. Oh, that's a good choice. What we're looking to do just because we've learned that people want to like mix it up and they like the element of surprise and something that they're getting every month. Oh, that's such a fun option. So I will definitely keep an eye out for those changes and let you guys listening know when that starts getting implemented, because I have a feeling you are definitely going to want to try a variety of different Guel snacks. I know I did. Uh, I had the chance to try three different raw bites and then the cookies. And I think I would want to probably myself change them up too, if I was, you know, signing up for the subscription box, because I know I definitely get in moods where I'm definitely in a savory salty mood but then I had one bite of those tea cookies that you guys have which was a peach pomegranate also very interesting flavor combination I'm not a huge peach fan but those cookies were amazing I was super sad that it was so small because I wanted like 10 of them (laughs) they were so good so uh my next order I will definitely definitely be adding more of those onto that but I know that when I get on a sweet kick I'm on the sweet kick for a while until I'm like I need to switch it up so that's good to know I'll keep you guys updated on the updates to the subscription box and with that in mind is there any snack news that you want to share for this upcoming year that's happening with Gwell? Well there's something making a well I'd say there are like three probably more than that but I'll give you I'll give you three three cool things happening and if I can't count and I give you more I'm ready I'm ready so we'll be <laughs> launching a new flavor of our guanola currently we have the turmeric and turmeric and coconut and we'll be adding a second flavor that will be slightly more indulgent but equally as beneficial we will be bringing back our crackers so you might not have seen them on the site when you ordered because I took them down because I couldn't handle the production. But as we're growing, I'm going to be able to support that more. So we're bringing them back. The first flavor we had launched with was an ashwagandha and smoked paprika cracker that sold Ooh. really well and, and is awesome and is actually one of my favorite products we make, even though it was hard to make without having, you know, like industrial equipment. So we'll be bringing those back and adding a flavor to the mix there. Um, we're also rebranding. So you'll see a fresh update to our packaging. Um, we're making some updates to our community initiatives. So we will continue to support no kid hungry but um as you've mentioned we've supported other local organizations like harlem grown founders give 
World Central Kitchen, which is not local, but is another organization that helps to support and improve food equity or provide food to those in need. So we'll be making some updates there and trying to assist a bit more with things like um, community refrigerators and donating specifically Guelph product to them because everyone should have access to healthier and or just better food options. So those are a couple of things happening with Guelph. But overall, I'm just excited that business is picking up, our impact is picking up, and we're just having fun and building our team. That is very exciting. So much news. Oh my gosh. Wow. I hope you guys could keep up with that. So more new (laughs) snacks, even better. Okay. That's always, always the best thing to hear is more new (laughs) snacks. That's what we want. Of course, I will post that as soon as they are available. I will let you guys know when you can get it and I will be ordering it myself to try it for you guys. If you would like to hear about it first. Uh, So I will be keeping an eye out for that. So the new flavors, are we looking sweet? Are we looking savory? So on the granola, we already have a more savory flavor with the turmeric and coconut. You can expect, I'll I'll even drop a little bit more of a hint. You can expect chocolate. Oh, you're speaking our language. Chocolate (laughs) is the way to go. That's so good to hear. That's exciting. Definitely chocolate. In the crackers, there'll there'll be two savory flavors to start, and then we'll see. (laughs) I'm I'm excited to try these smoked paprika. That, I mean, I love Indian food, so paprika is like kind of sprinkled into most Indian food, and uh, that's a good flavor for me. So I'm looking forward to those being back on the menu. Yeah, so if you if you like that, you might enjoy it. Ashwagandha has a really earthy flavor. It's commonly Mm -hmm. used in like Ayurveda. And so like this option, I really love pairing the crackers with like more like cooling things like avocado, like cucumber and like something creamy. It's like a really great combination. But I've even heard people having them with peanut butter, which was shocking to me. That's interesting. But I tried it and I put peanut butter and like a pepper jelly and it was actually delicious. But I am also that person. I'm literally that person who makes (laughs) weird flavors. So I challenge you guys to try it once it comes out. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm, I'm making that an official challenge. I'm going to post that out. And if you guys try that out and you said it was peanut butter with pepper jelly or two separate snacks? On the crackers. Yeah. Okay. Very interesting. I need to know if you guys are going to try this. Tag us, please. I need to see this. I need to know people's opinion about this let's do this it's going to be it'll probably it probably won't be until the back half of the year because we're working with like a new producer but yeah when they do come out let's do this we'll circle back it'll be a fun challenge I'm gonna message you we're gonna do this I'm intrigued I need to know (laughs) I need to know what the masses think about this (laughs) it sounds like you're already on board with it but uh You know, I feel like I've said this before in other episodes, I feel like snack creators, people who are in the kitchen, they're making all these new recipes. I feel like you guys are way more adventurous than the rest of us anyway. And you have a more (laughs) expansive flavor palette. You know, you you definitely appreciate other flavors that most people don't. I would say for me, that's very, very, very true. You know what you should start asking people? What's the one thing they won't eat? Oh, now I'm curious about that. (laughs) That is a good one to keep in mind. You know, I will say that one of the snacks that we have talked about that got very big feedback that people are just super against is candy corn. 
super controversial. People are so against it. I'm like, of all the weird things in the world to try, you guys are so against candy corn like that? I mean, I mean, that, you know what? That's not the first thing that would come to mind for me. I mean, it tastes like wax, but that's whatever. That's fine. Yeah, it's like not it's not good, it's but people are no. so, so adamant about telling us how much they hate candy corn. I just think it tastes like sugary wax. It's not for everyone. That's fine. Yeah. Well, uh, I will keep that in mind for our next guest for sure. And uh, for you guys as well, maybe we'll have that as like a live conversation. We'll just talk about all the snacks that we've refused to try. It's beyond our borders. <laughs> we are not going there. We'll talk about it later. So what I like to do closing up all of these awesome conversations that we have is uh, it's called Snack Impact mostly about snacks, but also impact. And so what I like for everybody to walk away with is just a little bit of advice from the founders about something that they might be able to do at home to make an individual impact. I would honestly say anything. And the reason I say that is because like we're small, we're, we're just getting started. When we very first started, no one even knew we were making donations to No Kid Hungry and it might've been $10, but it was what we could do. So I think whether it's your time, your money, your resources, there's always something you can do within the skills and resources that you can have. So start with that, because even if it's just one person or one thing you're doing, you're able to create an impact in your own way. And that's how I've thought about how we've created impact, even as a business and as an individual for myself. So that's what I would encourage anyone to do is that it doesn't really matter if anyone knows about it or if it's big or small, it's just doing what you feel really good about. That is solid advice completely. I think that a lot of times people feel like, because I can't donate a wing of a hospital. I'm not really making an impact on the world, but that's not true. Even just helping one person, like you said, is making a difference because that is also a chain effect. You helping one person means that they might be able to help somebody else down the line. You know, they yeah. might be able to return the favor to someone else. And that just starts a chain effect. And all of a sudden, you may not even know that you've helped 10 people just from that one person that you took time yeah. to help or just from that one organization that you donated your time to. So solid advice. Thank you for sharing that. I think this has been an amazing conversation. Thank you so much for talking about all these snacks, giving me so many good ideas for later and some fun stuff to look forward to. Very excited about hearing more about the new flavors. Definitely excited to see what is to come the rest of the year from Gwell. Where is going to be the best place for us to shop with Gwell? Sure. So the best place to shop is our website, eatwell.com. And if you want to connect with us any in any place, it's just eatwell, E-A-T-G-W-E-L-L. Awesome. And that's on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all the Facebook, places? Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. A little secret is... We still haven't figured out how to use Twitter, but send a message to us. <laughs> we'll figure it out. <laughs> That's We're there, fair. So we'll get a notification and it'll be like a fresh start for us. <laughs> well, you guys know that I'll be including all of this information for the show notes with you. So it is easy to access and you'll just be able to click and go and follow and shop. Bozia, thank you so much for sharing your time today. And I look forward to hearing more from you. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time, Bobby Ann. We'll talk soon. Thanks for listening. You can find all of the information discussed in today's episode in the show notes. 
just visit snackandpackpodcast.com. To continue the snack conversation, find the show on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or LinkedIn at Snack and Pack Pod. If you enjoyed today's conversation, be sure to share it with a friend and leave us a review on your favorite podcast player.